What's going on, everybody? I am here with Elena today, and we're going to kind of do the similar format as we always do, but uh, um, just helps to get a little feedback from Elena, who's handling this whole uh, podcast thing for us. So I was just on a call with uh, a couple a couple friends of mine, and I thought it'd be a really good idea if one of them started a podcast, and he's kind of like, man, I don't even know, like, when when and where to start here so so having elena just on helping me out at the beginning i think is going to be a really good uh max out so this past week elena how's it been it's been good um i think we're finally like getting in the flow of things we're in like a huge like transition period and definitely still we still are but i think just getting in the rhythm of like posting having a content calendar schedule for the podcast i think things are starting to like finally getting a really good smooth like flow i agree and like you said we're still like in the area like just even me and you talking before like we get into it on this podcast we're still constantly trying new things and seeing what works and i feel like a lot of people when they're thinking about uh doing a new endeavor or or doing a podcast they get uh you know they get that feeling that everything needs to be perfect before they can start right? Rather than the, you know, the old adage, which is progress over perfection. And I think we do a great job with just hammering through, uh, hammering through the wall when the future is certainly kind of unknown. And, uh, I mean, you've been a great help with that, but what can you, can you comment just about the working through those issues and the fact that me and you sit down one-on-one every week and the picture is not ever crystal clear, but we make steady progress. How, you know, any tips or tricks to just get going and work through that uh, analysis paralysis piece of starting something new? Yeah, definitely. I think just having really good communication with, you know, those around you and your team and definitely not doing it yourself. I think whether if you're going on your own, you should definitely be reading books, listening to podcasts, like what you were saying, like you don't have to have like this huge elaborate setup. There's a podcast I listen to and she literally just records from our phone and uploads it there. So it's like, you know, it's supposed to be like this old grand thing, you know, it seems kind of tedious, but I mean, just starting somewhere and doing it. And then obviously like inquiring others and like communicating and making sure like our one-on-ones are very like crucial, you know, during this time period. And I think just having a really good communication and understanding of the vision forward and like where you want to go, where I want to go and kind of just having that all clear. And you tweak it every week. Like every week we do something a little bit different and you tell me something I can approve. Like this week we're, we're filming on the phone and it's just like, you don't end up, eventually we'll get our flow and it'll be, it'll be great. And we'll find something that people really like. But in the beginning, you you have no fucking idea, like what people like or don't like, or the content that's good or bad in the beginning. So you just have to do it and, uh, um, not be embarrassed when sometimes things come out a little goofy. So, um, for, for, for this, for the next upcoming weeks, you have like what's going on. We, Kyle talked about the shift at Yellowbird at connect, uh, two weeks ago. Um, and we're pouring a lot more into the community. So do you have just a couple dates of what we have upcoming in the next couple weeks? Yeah, definitely. So we have another Connect class, which is going to be March 23rd. That starts at 1 p.m. It'll be virtual. Um, Kyle is leading a deal or no deal, which is kind of like how to land deals and what to do versus what not to do and just like the strategies that he uses every day. 
And then um, we have a morning mind of movement, which was once known as the Miracle Mornings with Pat. Um, we shifted it, we branded it, which is really cool. We'll kind of be announcing that um, within the upcoming weeks. And that next one is April 1st at 7, 10 a.m., which I believe is still um, the same place, correct? Like at the lifeguard station. Yeah, we're going to do a lifeguard station. And where can people go to like see the whole calendar and sign up for stuff or whatever? So we have the main, like where you can get the tickets, which will be on the Eventbrite page, but you can also visit yellowbirdre.com slash events, which has like the entire Yellowbird Connect uh, calendar where you can see deal with no deal, deal or no deal with Kyle, um, the morning mind and movement, and then anything else, because we'll have a lot more Connect classes coming up within the next quarter, which will also be finalized and announced um, here soon as well. So Awesome. So for your first time on here doing this, I wanted you to talk just a little bit about something because it's a good transition into what I wanted to bring up today. But you accomplished one of your personal Q1 rocks this past weekend. Why don't you tell us uh, just a little bit about what you did and uh, um, and then go back to like, you know, why you started doing the rock. And then we can get into like how that process went. Yeah, for sure. So when I joined Yellowbird, I was kind of like starstruck by all of like the goal setting and just kind of like the impl implementation and alignment sheets and rocks that um, Pat and the company has done. And so I had heard, you know, them talking about, oh, 15K, the Gate River Run. And then Pat also mentioned there was a 5K. And I was like, I don't know if I can do the 15K because I've never really been like into cardio. And so like, I like working out like fitness, but not at that like level of extreme. So I was like, let's do the 5K. And then Sammy, who we, who also works here, she does investor relations. She was like, oh my gosh, I'll do the 5K with you. We can, you know, do a whole training thing. And then Katie was like, yeah, there's a couch to 5K training program. So literally me and Sammy copied that training program into the rocks. So we were basically, we started off doing one minute running and like two minutes walking. Like it started like that slow, but we, like little did we know we'd be able to run 30 minutes straight, you know, like a month or two after that. So that's kind of how it started. It was just... Um, I've always wanted to do these kinds of things, but I was never pushed to do it. And then just like writing it down and then actually doing it um, was a big accomplishment. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Still, like I probably w wouldn't be able to do like a full like 15K of running. But I mean, maybe one day if I can like train for it. But I definitely shocked myself. And I think I did like really good for my first run. So the cool thing about it is that like you say that now about the 15k because the 5k was challenging but I, I guarantee you if you put that on your rock sheet for say two quarters out and two quarters out you had the uh you did exactly what you did this time right you started small you only have a 5k under your belt and now you start running like you just start training for it mm -hmm. it's not from couch to 5k anymore yeah. it's like I'm already like very much able to run a 5k. How do I, how do I, you know, get my heart pumping even more efficiently? What can I do for a training plan? You have so many people around here that can help you with what to do that. It's just, I just, I love it because it may seem small because it's one quarter and it's just a 5k, but that one, like what you did in that two and a half month time period 
can be extrapolated over your lifetime in every single aspect of your life, whether whether you want to run a marathon or an ultra marathon or you want to have $500 million in the bank. Like all of these things seem like massive accomplishments that start with from couch to the first thing. Phenomenal job with that. I Rocks are the my favorite part of the way we operate. Now back to the episode. Two things you can do to live a better life, in my opinion, is I wrote this down uh, last week, but I think in, in while I was journaling, but it, my thought was most people are unhappy. Most people are unhappy because they never actually took the time to think about what would make them happy. So having conversations with people that are anxious or depressed or hate their lives or hate their jobs, Nine times out of 10, those people can't answer what would actually make them happy. And they bring up things like, oh, if I just had, you know, 100 grand in the bank or 10 grand, or if I just had a little more freedom. But the reality is they've never put that on a piece of paper and actually worked to do it. And because they never experienced having that amount of money or that sort of freedom in their life, they have no idea what that sort of life would be like for them. So uh, they've never actually took the time, which is work, right? Dreaming can be work. It's, it's, it's hard work, right? The easiest thing to do, it's just like running traction at work. It's a very difficult to sit at the beginning of or the end of every quarter and figure out everyone's rocks, everyone's most important thing in the entire company for that next quarter. Planning is work. The easy thing is coming in here every day and putting out fires and answering emails and answering phone calls and going to meetings. That's the easy part. The tough part is planning where you actually want to be. So extrapolate that to a person's actual life, whether it's in their personal life or their job. Um, the hard work never gets done. And everyone has an excuse. I got kids and my wife's a bitch, whatever it is, whatever your excuse is, you've never took the time to actually think of what it's what success looks like in your life. Um, and that's what we do with alignment sheets. So my second thing is piggybacking off that a little bit. And it's that quote I talk about in the secret to flight. Um, and having that balance, maintaining that balance in your life of going after your goals, but also being able to live with your eyes open and going with the flow at the same time. Um, I wrote a post about it recently, but having that dichotomy in your brain of aggressively going towards your goals while also going with the flow and keeping your eyes open to, you know, to going with the direction of the wind, knowing there's different seasons in life. And it may be in some seasons of life, like it was 12 months ago, it may be the season to work your ass off and grind really hard and do 55 houses every single month. Now is not that season. Um, at least for us personally here at Yellowbird, it's a, it's a season of discovery and I could try to force it and go back to that, but I know in my heart that that's not right. So trying to listen to your heart more and, uh, keeping your eyes open. So I wrote down here being open to omens. Um, if we just read the alchemist in book club and, uh, it talks about these omens or these signs, um, trying to point you in the right direction. And that's the universe conspiring to give you everything you want. 
These omens can't happen under two circumstances. One, when you have no idea what you actually want, omens mean nothing, right? If you have never took the time to write down exactly where you want to go, how much money you have, what your job is, what your family life looks like, what sort of people are you hanging out with, if you've never taken the time to write that down and think about it, these omens are going to be completely completely insignificant from you because they won't mean anything. Um, the, the other piece... The other piece with the omens is if you're working every single day in the whirlwind and you work your ass off at work and you're just answering emails and putting out fires and you go home and take care of the kids and then you watch Netflix and go to bed, you haven't given yourself enough time to lift your head up and actually see these signs. Um, so I know this is a little woo-woo, but I am 100% certain that the goals and aspirations that I've put out for the company and myself personally in three years, five years, 10 years, I have no doubt in my mind that everything I want will 100% come true. The tough part for me is writing out exactly what I want that to be. And uh, it comes through work and practice. You don't just sit down one day and write it. But once you have that vi vision, that vivid vision of where you want to be down the road, you plug in that unwavering faith that everything you want in life will 100% come true and then work your ass off and keep your eyes open to omens that come your way along the way. I just truly think that everyone can live the exact life they want. So that's my message for the day is work hard, push for your goals, work your ass off, but at the same time, have white space in your calendar Keep your, mind, keep your eyes open to other things that may be happening around you. Thanks for listening.